guys. Welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And man, every time I hear that song, it makes me happy. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. You know, I was gone for two weeks. You were gone for a month. Kind of we're <laughs> off our rhythm a little bit, but I promise you guys, we are back. But you know what? We've been what? working on some really good stuff in the I background. Know. I know we so have. So hopefully that maybe takes some yeah. of the sting away. We have. I've had eight boxes of stuff show up at my house, yes. and I don't know what I'm going to do with it all. I have no idea More where I'm going to put More shipping containers. I need another shipping <laughs> container. Maybe Overcrest can buy me another shipping container for which to do this in. Yeah, maybe. Just for, uh, I don't know. Or this other vehicle that you just showed me. I know. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, we, we, no, let's not talk about that. Yet. Until okay. we procure said vehicle, let's just keep it yeah, we'll under wraps. See. I have procure, procured a vehicle. Yeah? I have procured a 1979 Mercedes, of course, it's a Mercedes. Of TD. course, you did. None of these mean anything to me. They're all the same, just same era Grandpa Mobile Mercedes. This one is a Grandpa Mobile. Yes, this oh, yeah. one is. It is a. Uh, so the TD, I for a long time. What do you think TD means? Turbo diesel. It does not. Okay, I think it means like whatever is word it German. It's German, but I think it means touring diesel. Okay, but I is don't know the, what, because the, you're talking about the wagon you got. Yeah, let me see what. Uh, so ger- is touring the wagon specifically? So, hold on, let me go English to German. Uh huh. English. Uh huh. To German. Right. And I'm going to put touring in. See if it also starts with a T. Probably. Nope. Oh. It's, it's, <laughs> it's beer scent. Beer, beer scent. scent. Yeah. So okay. right, what about wagon? What is wagon? Wagen. Wagen. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Volkswagen. Okay. So I don't know what TD means. Maybe just in the European market it means. Okay. So it's not different. turbo diesel it's because not turbo. it's not a turbo. It's not. And it is. So it's a slow diesel. Well, I drove it. You drove it. Yes, it's slow. <laughs> yeah. It's really slow. Zero to 60 is somewhere depending on temperature and if the air conditioning on, if the windows are down, how much yep. stuff you have on the roof rack is somewhere along the lines of 25 to 35 seconds. Oof. But it does get up to 45 in like 10 to 15 <laughs> seconds. So let's just driving yeah. around town. It does not. It wasn't terrible. In it town. does not feel slow. No. Entrance ramps, that's where things get sketchy. And you are wringing its neck. I oh, mean, yeah. you are just absolutely throwing those diesel rods around. <laughs> you know, it's just like throwing this thing around within an inch of its life at all times. So as you, many of you know, because you watch the stories, your fans of Overcrest, I took this thing out, bought it sight unseen because Jeff... Or, yeah, so the, my W114 is what I was going to take. Right. But it isn't like top secret skunk, skunk works program right Overcrest now. skunk works, Overcrest yes. skunk works. So secret, don't, you don't, I even don't even know. know. I have no I idea know. what's going I on. I know. I'm so nervous. You should be. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's going on with it. I have no idea. It's gone. I was going to take that, but in lieu of of taking the pressure off Overcrest skunk works, yes. I decided to just fly out and buy something. So, so you're, this is all in preparation scouting for our rally. Our rally, which yes. the applications closed yesterday I'm, or day before yesterday. Yesterday, last night, midnight, they yep, closed. Exactly. Um, no, it's two days ago, well, but yes. 12.01 Tuesday, yes. 12.01 a.m. on Tuesday. Correct. I haven't seen any of the applications. Have you? Yeah, I've you gone think, through all of them. What, what do you think? It's It's cool. Yeah, you're right. We got a lot of really, my favorite ones are like the unique cars that right. you wouldn't have seen coming. 
Yeah. Which I'm really excited I, about. I, you told me that there's three Mini Coopers. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Boy, three those guys are have original fun. Mini Coopers. Oh, God. It's funny because one of the routes we had talked about, we'll get it in a bit, it was like, it's a lane and a half, like super narrow super road. Super narrow. And one of the best roads you're I've You're struggling ever with trying to like get the route and like, you know, you want to keep it somewhat safe. You don't yeah. want people oncoming. Just put only the Minis on it. Only Minis fine. there. <laughs> They're fine. fine. They're narrow enough. Yep. No problem. So before you get into scouting though. What? I, I want to talk about what a little bit what's been going on with me. Okay. Well, no, because you're going to get into it because the bulk of this is what you discovered yes. out in Idaho yes. and so, that journey, which is awesome. You're excited to talk about your new acquisition. Is that what you're about to say? Well, two two acquisitions. What? What? What do you mean two? Well, one is a motor. Oh, yeah, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I, so I thought this episode was going to be about me. No, you don't get all of the spotlight all of the time, <laughs> jerk. Jesus. All right, go ahead. Tell us about yeah, the dumb so shit that you bought. The stupid uh, Volks or Volkswagen TDI motor 944. How First much? of all, all of my dreams have come true. All I ever wanted to do with this thing was go to a Porsche purist event, a PCA event, yeah. and just blow smoke. And, and we did that this last weekend. How did it go? Was anybody like... <laughs> Uh, there was looks? a couple people that were like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Some eyes, some how eyeballs. How dare he? First of all, and most importantly, to make this about myself again. Oh, right. How much do you want for that motor? Or can I just have so it? So here's the thing. The injection. <laughs> do, you do you hate it so much? Take the injection pump off. Right. I don't want it. That's what I was going to say. The injection pump is worth money. Yep. Which you don't want anyway. Yep. So that I'm going to sell. It's like someone told me it's worth a grand or 1200 bucks. Yeah, I don't which want I, it. Which I hard to believe. For the motor, I have no idea what it's worth. I don't know. Nothing. A couple hundred it's worth, bucks? It's worth fine. A couple, $200 delivered to my house sweet delivered yeah why not i'll drag it to the studio like <laughs> a, a chain. chain behind the vehicle <laughs> here take this stupid thing but brand new head gasket i went through and did the head gasket on it it's so all i have to do a head gasket and i have to redo the timing got it i i basically all i wanted that motor for is now done i went to the porsche purist parade and i blew smoke at everyone yeah and now could i get it started after the event yeah because some asshole pulled my <laughs> stop solenoid wire yeah 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 that's what you get for having such a simple motor i could pull one wire out and the thing won't work <laughs> well, in to What's, be fair you could pull just the distributor wire off any car true true very true except for coil what's funny plug. is that when you tried to start it you knew immediately what the problem was you're like oh, oh yeah. the start stop solenoid is broken yep because that stupid motor has done that 57 times. And what is the start-stop solenoid, just so it's people know? It's because a diesel, there's no way to stop the, because it's all mechanical. It's a you vacuum have to just pump. cut fuel. People think that a gas engine is a vacuum pump, which it kind of is, but a diesel well, is yeah. really a vacuum pump. Right, yeah. yeah. It just it just keeps going because it's just pulling fuel in and pumping fuel there, and there's no throttle plate to close. Nope. And there's no ignition, no spark plugs to turn right. it off. So you literally have to have this mechanical device that cuts the fuel flow off, which in this instance is a little spring-loaded plunger. Yep. And there's a magnet on one side. Electromagnet, yeah. Yep, that when activated with 12-volt wire, it will Open pull up. the plunger up, let fuel flow. And then when you turn it off, if the plunger works correctly, which mine didn't, and this is the second one I've done. This mm -hmm. is the second or third plunger I've put in the stop solenoid. It still will, like... Start actually on like a teeny bit of fuel Whatever's and not in the ejection run pump. right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I knew exactly what it was. I thought it was stuck halfway open again because yeah. that worked. Went and got like a makeshift hammer. Yep. I was like, yeah, I need to pound on this thing. And then I get in there. I was like, oh, the wire fell off. And you go, oh, did it just fall off? <laughs> Dick. I was hoping for a little bit more drama. 
What did you think I was going to do? I have no idea. I tried. You, you said it was only 4000 The whole car was four grand at that point. I was trying to get you to shake my hand. I would have gladly taken yeah, that. And then thing. it was worth more after yeah, that. Yeah, I bet it was. So, yes, I found basically the only 944 turbo motor for sale in the country right now. It's down in Texas. Are you going to go get it? I already I already paid money for it. Are we going to fly yes, down and we buy are. a truck? Yes, and... we are. Okay, cool. That is what we are doing probably in a... When do you get back? Uh... <sighs> Dude, I have like a lot of weight on me to build motors right now. Yep. I okay, so you leave, get back on the 12th, and then we're going to go to the yeah. Texas right at, on the 13th. Uh, dude, no. <laughs> have you bought tickets or anything yet? No, I haven't. Wait till after Road America. I think Road America is the 14th through the 17th. Oh, geez, that's coming right up. Yeah, so yeah, we got to so go I have that. a wedding on Saturday, but I'm going to go just and drive back Saturday. Well, j- no. I want to go. What to Road America? Yes, yes. Oh, oh. So the, oh, I'm going to go to Road America, but not stay Saturday night. I got is what, what you're I'm saying. saying. I got you. So got I'll you. be there like Friday. Maybe I'll even come Thursday evening or something. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Do Maybe I have to can... buy everything online? Says I have to reserve a campsite, but I know Cluel mentality is just go there, show up, and pitch a tent. Uh, <laughs> Do you not want to talk about this I, on air? That's how I met my wife. <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> uh, no, I, I usually you know we get because we're overcrest, we get press passes. Sure. And I so usually just they don't care. Uh, well, they care, but there's, you know, off but it's, air, I it's can tell Chris. you what's going on. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we can, That's we what can I figure figured. That's you know what, what I, I figured. thought about doing this year is, so a, a diesel engine, my engine, yes. that's in that diesel, uses 180th the amount of fuel at idle as a gasoline car. Really? One, yeah, if they're so efficient. Okay. They just run forever. Yeah. But they'll soot up the exhaust side of things. If it just idles. If it just idles. What, is this going to be your generator? I think I would just sleep in it with the air conditioning on with a carbon monoxide detector in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Well, you Tell know how to fix that brilliant. problem is put a vertical stack on the rear. That's why trucks have stacks, is so you can get all of the exhaust up, so there is no danger of carbon dioxide. Unless so you have an exhaust leak, and run it away from the car. Yeah, just into someone else's campsite. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> into my tent. Yeah, all of a sudden you're gonna zip it closed. Well, that'll keep you from snoring. Yes. Least. Well, yeah, never anyway, to be so snored again. again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I found a motor down in Texas. It's and you in were looking at car. shipping it back. You told me, oh, I'm gonna ship this motor back. It's such a pain. Yeah, in the ass. I, I, and I, I wanted I to. Well, I don't know. What'd Buy you say? A truck down there that's yes. rust free. Yeah. You know what the bummer is? What's that? Is that we already did a drive together back from Texas. I know. And it's a shitty drive. It is. It I is know. So shitty. It really is. So, but I probably will do that. Even, yeah. It, it just, like, I, I looked at shipping. The guy was like, oh, DHL is great down here. Use DHL. And just, I put in just the figures of the weight dimensions. It's like $4,000 to ship a pallet. Which can't be right. No, there's no way. But it's still like, why wouldn't I just go down there? The guy kind of wants to shake my hand and like do the deal in person anyways. Okay. So I sent him money online and he's like, well, I'll just revert that. And it's, there's a whole deal. But okay, anyway. Anyway, I have the motor paid for. And so sort I need of. to go down there. His shop is pulling it out of the car because it's in and the car. everything. Absolutely everything. Okay. ECU, wiring harness, all ancillaries, every tube and vacuum line I'm getting. So how much does this cost? Um, It's cheaper than I want to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it, I got a deal. Okay. Well, good. That'll, I mean, this car is going to be very nice. When yes. You, get you need yes, wheels ASAP. Yes. Working on that. Yep. And so what else know. did you get? What's the next acquisition? Oh, the next acquisition. So we're at this Porsche show that I smoked Which, you know, into. Honestly, a little bit F you. Yeah, for right? Being the, for being the guy that actually has money, why do you get the cheap deals that come your way all the time? Because I can pounce on them like that. 
That's true. You can right? you can just be like, yep. I just now. said, okay. Yeah, so at, shout yeah, out I have to, to waffle sh- around and be like, where am I going to get this money? Yeah, I'm no. like digging around shout the couch. Out. You know, we had an interview with Richard Rawlings. He said a $15,000 car you can buy for 10K all day long if you have a pocket full of 10 grand cash. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's basically... And this, this wasn't that much, but yeah, it's Even like, when someone says, I want 3,500 firm, you show up with three grand cash and you're there in person, they'll okay. take it. They'll yes. take it all the time. Yeah. First of all, I have to express... Not on eBay, because those guys suck, but... Yes. I have to express some frustration because the day before the show, my dad, like, I got this 944. He's like, I, I should get just some, you know... Porsche, cheaper Porsche, so I can go to these events with you and everything else. And so he was looking at 944s, and I found a super clean 944 NA local, like rust-free mint for, I think, six grand, which is a good deal on these cars, fair deal. And I've been talking to the guy on Facebook Mm. for probably five days straight. I was like, I have cash. I'm literally 10 minutes away from you. When can I come see it? When can I come see it? And he goes, oh, I'm busy today. You're next in line. How about tomorrow? And then the next day, he's like, oh, sorry, won't make it. How about the next day? The day I'm supposed to go, he's like, okay, I'm working. I get off around four. Okay, so I message him at four. Hey, what's going on? Oh, yep, can you give me another half hour? And then I message him a half hour later. Sorry, man, it's sold. What a jerk. I was livid at this guy. He's like, oh, yeah, some kid offered me more money. I was like, I'll offer you more than that. Is the car gone? And he just, he ghosted me he ghosted at that you. point. What's his name? Uh, RJ something. RJ. Yeah. Not RJ Price from Canada, my friend. No, that's it. He's, he's, yeah. he's a nice guy. No, he's this a nice guy. This guy sucks. This, this RJ guy, sucks. super pissed. But anyway, so I go to the show the it's next not a good, morning. It's not a good showing for guys named RJ, though, because I only know two. So now 50% of the RJs in the are world just are assholes. Dicks. Yeah, 50%. Damn, that's not RJ. a good ratio for no, RJs. No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. Um, so I go to the show, and I know my dad's looking for a car. And Why is your dad looking for a car? Because he's always looking for a car. Okay. He's like me, always, just always. Oh, yeah, always. always. Yeah. Okay. And I think he has a little FOMO, like, he never was into Porsches, but now all I have are Porsches, and yeah. it's kind of like in the scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there, Colin, our friend, I will give him credit because he, we were looking around, and he goes, "Oh, the guy with the black nine fourteen, he's selling that." I go, "Oh, really? How much? Eight grand? Really?" So we go over and look at it, start talking to the guy, California car, rust free, repainted. Repainted a different color. That yeah. is the only thing against it. Was it was red. Now it was it's black. red. Now it's black. It's and not it, a bad black paint job it's, either. It's nice quality paint, but they didn't do like a door out, window out, everything. Yep. So you can see like in the door jams and red. under the hood and yep. everything is red. Okay, but it's rust free. What year is this thing? One hundred percent stock. It's seventy six, which I think is the last year for fourteens. Okay, but it's a two liter. Two liter fuel injection. Everything Ooh. has been gone through recently. It works perfect. I go, I'm very serious about buying this. Can I drive it? Yes. Do you want to come with me? No. Okay. Colin has a 76. Yep. He knows these. He hopped in with me, ran out smooth, ran great. He has had everything done at How a shop. How is the power f- f- out of the two liter? Uh, surprisingly adequate. Okay. It's a light car. Yeah, yeah. It's lighter sure. than the 911. Yeah, and I, I would it still was, put some jugs on that. Your dad's totally going to build that motor out. I, mean, I right? don't know. He likes just... Had maybe I don't know. Oh, they're so easy. You just they are water so on just like, easy. It's like Legos, right? You just buy Volkswagen parts for it, right? You know, EMPI or whatever the all the half to market hot Volkswagen or stuff. Most people say MP. Yeah, but it's an acronym, so EMPI. Yeah, but people say MP. Yeah, well, okay, no fine. One says EMPI for the sake of clarity, and so people know what I'm referring to. Okay, 
Sure. Empty. Everybody that knows what empty is <laughs> thinks you're dumb. But go ahead. What does it stand for? Uh, engine Motors Parts Incorporated. Exactly. That was That's it. Totally that 100% false. it. No, nope, that was it right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I get back and I'm like, I call my dad. I was like, found the car. It's clean. It's a hell of a deal. Rust free. He goes, okay, I trust you. Buy it. Really? Yep. That's awesome. Yep. So I put a little bit of cash down, what I had in my pocket. 100 bucks. 100 yeah. bucks. And he goes, okay. And as I'm doing this, all these guys start swarming from the show. Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah. they're like, oh, something's for sale. So a deal's going down. And I'm yeah. like, a bunch of scavengers. I'm like, crap. Someone's going to try to out offer me on this yeah. thing because that's a really good deal. Yeah. It was for a, a very clean good, car. Stupid good deal. It's probably stupid about 30 to 40% cheaper than it should have been. At least. Yeah. And I told him, I go, if you get a quality paint job in the correct color, otherwise it's stock, you could more than double your money. Yeah, for sure. So, Which yeah. is not what he's after. No, but he's it's not. always a good solace to know that you're not exactly. underwater on something. All he said was, um, if I'm not going to lose money on it, buy it. And I go, there's no way you're losing money on this. Yep. So, yep, went and got it the next day. But he wasn't even looking at 914s. No. We had just looked at some horrible 928 thing. Four. Just because he he didn't know he doesn't know these models, so right. I wanted him to see them. Right, mm -hmm. he knows the nine four four. He knew of a nine twenty four, but didn't really know the difference. And then he saw it, and you know you always want to have breadth of knowing what's out on the market. Yeah, and honestly, that car wasn't a bad deal for seven hundred and fifty dollars. The guy's like, take it away from me. Yeah, it was a nine twenty four. It would have been a great ratty race car or something. Nine twenty four with no rust and a Pasha interior. Yeah. and all the CIS parts disassembled, which yeah. is just terrifying to me. I well, I would do carbs on that car right away, anyways. Sure. But anyways, so if anyone wants that car, let me know. Um, yeah, so I drove, still there. <laughs> I drove this thing home while he, like, he dropped me off, did the deal. I drove it home. He's like, I don't necessarily know this transmission that well, so I'll let you drive it, it home for me. Yep, it's a 901 side shift. And so the bushings need to be gone through because oh, it's, it's like just, soup can. Yep. You know what I mean? But I, I kind of ripped it because this was an older guy. That's why he's selling it. He goes, it's hard to get into. I don't drive it, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, well, I'm going to get on it and see. Didn't he say his wife wants him to sell it? Yeah, that's why he sold it. Divorce. <laughs> like, why would I can't imagine why there's no world in which he obviously didn't want. Here's the thing I get it if, like, he wasn't that passionate about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if he's had it for 20 years, how could you not love the thing? Well, we don't know any of the story we or don't. relationship or anything. Who knows? If I'm sure if he was like, this is my baby and was passionate about it and his wife knew that, yeah, she wouldn't want him to sell it. Maybe that's at least my thought. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. She seemed nice. I met her. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. She okay. was delightful. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I drove it home, and I kind of... Delightful. <laughs> don't you like... I love that term. It is a delightful. great word. It makes um, me think that she's like lemon cake or something. Lemon cake is delightful, or lemon yeah. pie. Like a lemon meringue pie oh, yeah, that's is a delightful. delightful pie. Yeah, she was kind of. Yeah. That was her. Okay. Yeah, that Perfect. was it. Um, yeah, so I, Sweet, I drove it home, a little tangy. and I kind of ripped it. Yeah. I was like, I got to blow out, glow, blow out the carbon. Yeah, That's always Italian the excuse, right? Oh, you got to blow out the carbon. And the tires, I wanted to feel like, because they were five years old, but like had 500 miles on them. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure they're still good. So I was like pushing it through That's corners. That's what you told yourself anyway. Yep, yeah. And it's, it's a great car. They are wonderful. It's a great car. This example specifically, like runs out fine. It's great. So that's exciting for sure needs bushings he, he already fixed the brake light switch that my brake lights stayed on or his brake lights stayed on the whole way home this probably just need to be adjusted yeah it's just a little yep. by the pedal so that was great that's exciting we'll see that around so is he gonna bring it on the rally probably not why why not he i don't know 
I don't think he wants to commit to that much of a drive. I know he listens to the podcast, so bring that thing on the rally. <laughs> we'll let him Come get on. in. We'll Come let on. him in. Yeah, we'll let you late in. Late exception. Late. One of the one of the only late exceptions we would allow. Family only. Family. Yeah. <laughs> Family. Oberk is your source of professional detailing compounds and supplies that is research tested and developed by professional detailers themselves. These are the guys that are actually passionate about detailing and know firsthand what makes a good product. And they truly are great products. I love it's a simple, foolproof two-step system, easy, and gives an amazing finish. And right now, they're offering a whopping 20% off your order when you use the code OVERCREST. The discount code is good not only on oberkcarcare.com, but also on detailedimage.com and carsupplieswarehouse.com. Please go check them out today. Speaking of the rally, yes. you went out and really toiled and sacrificed to I find did. the best routes out there. So I've never driven that much in my life, which is saying a lot. Because yes. I've done some pretty hellacious driving. You have. And you've never driven any of these roads in Idaho. I have you ever been into the state of Idaho? I've been through Idaho, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, I've been through there on my way out to the West Coast a few times. Right. But I'd never, but it's been through like Potato Land, which is flat. Okay. So Idaho is kind of skinny and pointy at one end. Yeah, it's very strange. Do we know why it's like that? I wonder why Idaho has this is weird panhandle. Is there a panhandle. river on the east side? There might be a river, and that's how they divided it. That yeah, would be the only thing just, that makes sense. It's just strange. It's so strange looking. it's part of the Rockies, of course. Yep. Northern. So the Rockies are on what? The west side of the state? The east side of the state? And the rest all, is... All over the state. Well, then where's potatoes? South. South is potatoes. Yeah. Two-thirds of it is is basically wilderness. Okay. And the bottom one-third, bottom 25% is potatoes. Is it like flatlands? Flat. Okay. Just flat. So you know, that's, just, that's potato country. Yep. That's potato country. What do you think the population of Boise is? Boise seems like a big town. I think it's the capital. Yes, for sure the main city. Minneapolis has about See, I'm always bad with populations. I'm going to give you a reference. So Minneapolis, Twin Cities area, everybody's going to go, oh my God, it's actually that big, is around two and a half to three million people for the metro. Sure. So that's that's Including suburbs, everything else. Yeah, suburbs, Two and a half, three million. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think Boise has for Boise and then the, and then like the surrounding suburbs? Well, you're, you're getting at the fact that it's small, so I'm going to say it's a third of it, a million. 250,000. Really? Is the population of Boise. Wow. It's very small. And you don't think that. And so the population, of, so the, I'm just trying to get at how rural right. Idaho is. Which I never thought. I always picture Idaho, I think of it as, well, that's part of Pacific Northwest. You know, it's hipster country. It is and its own world. That's awesome. It is its own world in many, many ways. Uh, so that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to do the rally there. Right. Is, I, you know, I'm, I always drag, drag my little yellow man around the country and find out where cool roads are. And then I could see, like, there was places where I'm like, that's a really cool road, but the little yellow man wouldn't go there. Right. He, he hadn't visited there yet. You know, there had been no <laughs> Google car. But I'm like, these roads are amazing. And I said, this is where we're going for the rally. And we planned everything around it about going to Idaho. And I hadn't gone to scout it yet. <laughs> so I was super nervous. Yeah, there's anxiety super, there. Oh, big time. Big time. So um, so I didn't take the W14, W-1, and I bought this 300D, sight unseen. In Idaho. In Idaho. It was in, so you flew into Boise? No, I flew into Pocatello. Okay. Which is southeast, or it's directly east of Boise, probably about two hours. Okay. And it is a one-plane-a-day airport. Really? One plane a day. That's all that goes there. Wow. Um, <laughs> very small airport. Yes. And this car was another 
60 miles east of that. Okay, so, so how'd you work that out? It was extremely rural, which is one of the reasons why I think it was so cheap. Oh. Most of these cars that I see in the condition that mine is in are around six to $8,000. Oh. They're pretty valuable. They're not very common. Yep. You see them for sale, but they're- Is they're that not- wagon specifically? Wagon. The, the sedans yeah. are everywhere. Right. $1, okay. $1, You're talking wagons. Sedans are everywhere. I don't necessarily want a W123, which is the chassis number. Uh-huh. Mercedes does everything like these numbers that don't make sense. Right. W123. That's why I don't care to know. Or I W140 no is the big the big sedan. class. W114 is what mine is. It preceded the W123. The numbers don't make any sense. There might be some nomenclature nonsense that goes with them, but I don't know sure. what it is. It doesn't make any sense. So this is a W123 wagon, which is kind of rare. So I paid 2300 bucks for this thing. The guy had it up for 3000 and I think I talked him down to 2300 and then I paid another $150 for Euro headlights, which uh, I'll get into how those... Don't let me forget when we talk about junkyards later to tell you the yes, story. Yes, I know that story. I'll remind um, you. So anyway, I fly out there, sight unseen. This thing is not as clean as I thought it was. And this guy sent me videos of walking around the car, yep. of it running, everything. And I like kind of just scrubbed through them because I was so excited. I went back <laughs> and watched them again, and all the problems are clearly yeah, there. Yeah, so I was apparent. Like, Dude, Sight unseen. I, this is what I tell everyone when I'm flying out to go get a car. I'm like, look, I know what selling cars is like. Yep. I know what pictures, taking pictures of cars is like. Cars is like you wait for people to come up and you wait for them to notice the defects. You don't present right. the defects to them. It's, that's their responsibility, buyer beware. Right. There's a little bit of presenting a car honestly. Yep. It needs this, it needs this, it needs this. But you don't nitpick over every single thing that's wrong with it when you right. when you go to sell a car. Yeah. That's, you know, it's part of the dance. And a lot of it is... A, it's subjective too because what you think is an issue, other people are right. gonna be like, "Oh, well, I, yeah, yeah so you okay." Know, it's a dance, right? right. You, the yes. buyer sees some things, the seller sees other things, and it's part of the deal with negotiating. But when I'm flying out to get a car, I just I say, "Look, man, I'm already going to be five hundred dollars into a plane ticket. I would hate to turn around and leave, yeah, and not buy the car. It would waste both of our times. It would waste an entire couple of days of my time. Please show me." Anything that would surprise me yes. if I show up. So that's why he did the walk around stuff okay. like that. And I was so excited I didn't even barely look at him. <laughs> so I get there and I see it pull up on the trailer and I just kind of go, wait, Ooh. he pulled up on a trailer. Yeah. So here's the deal. He so was, I was going to take an Uber yes. to his place, right? which was a $125 Uber, Makes sense. $150 Ubers. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why the thing was so cheap. It's, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. And we're already in Idaho, which is, there's no one around. In nowhere, Idaho, in Potato Land. Yep, <laughs> there's just nothing there. Right. That's why it was so cheap. Okay. Because if you wanted it, you'd have to struggle to go get it. Was it running and driving? Oh yeah, it okay. ran and drove. So I I picked the thing up. Well, no, I I want to hear logistics though. So you were gonna take an Uber. I was gonna take an Uber, and then he said he would drive it to me, and his wife would pick him up, and then he found out that his wife has the keys in her car. So then he basically threw it on a trailer, drove all the way to wherever his <laughs> wife was, got the keys, and then drove to me. Wow. I gave him 50 bucks and extra money just that's for, cool. the, yeah, for the, the diesel prices. And that's all karma. I didn't have to do any of that. I could have right. just, I probably could have continued to negotiate down yeah. at that point since you've got him, right? Oh, yeah. Got it's he's on a, a trailer. And he's, he's already gone to all the trouble. Yeah. I could definitely negotiate down, but I'm never going to be that guy. Yeah. Never. I know there are people are. They're really cutthroat. I don't believe that that's, I don't believe that that's a good idea. I don't believe it's nice. I don't believe it's courteous, and I don't. And I think you it don't will come back to, to haunt you. Like, what if I needed something from the guy later? Right, right. Hold on, I need to get something to drink. We'll allow it. Guy pulls up in the trailer, and I just go, oh, oh boy, 
Really? Because there's rust on this thing. And it's Pacific Northwest rust, which is like this weird bottom rust stuff indoors. <laughs> okay. Because it does, the floors are fine, which is great. There's rust on the spare tire well. Okay. Where the tire sits. No problem. I, it's easy to weld new stuff in. Sure. The bottoms of the doors have a okay. little bit of rust, which is fine for the front doors, which are the most rusty. You just get those off a of sedan, cheap. Oh, They're right. everywhere. Just replace the, the doors. But the wagons are unique with the, the rear. rear door wagons are unique. Huh. And that is tough. So I'm going to have to probably weld. The outside of the door looks fine. It's the inside seam yeah. on the bottom. Which Do they make just repair panels where it's... I'd have to buy the whole door skin, I think, mm. which is... Not expensive, but right. I've got to fix it before I paint it. And it'll be good experience. So, okay, first of all, why? What is the plan with this car? Why what? Why, why make it perfect? Because I have to. <laughs> I have to continue to make it anything this, I buy. This was going to be your winter beater. It is, and I, but I still have to fix Do the rust. Do you know what There's, beater means? The point of means a winter beat the beater. panels till they're super nice. Yeah, okay, there you go. Uh, you know, I... I'm, I <laughs> Clearly, anybody that's been watching my Instagram knows I've gone overboard with this thing already. Right. I've already gone farther than I need to go. Anyway, so it's got rust there, and it's got rust deep in the fenders. Fenders are throwaway. Oh, really? They don't look that bad from photos. Oh, and when are. I saw it. They, there's, it looks like somebody kicked a, a football causing, uh, a rust-causing football through the fender. Rust-causing football, okay. It's, it's that Corrosive big. football. Corrosive <laughs> football through the fender. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's bad. You didn't see it because before I had the big bumpers on it and it covered. Oh, you're now talking up I, in the front there. Yeah, now that I have the Euro bumpers on. Yeah, I could see that. And that. the fenders wrap around about, one, each one wraps one third across the front of the car. Yeah. So it encapsulates the headlight. Right. part of the fender. Oh. Which is weird, right? Yeah. But hey, that means I, I've got two new fenders already. Okay. One is Because again, everything from the B-Peller forward is the same as a sedan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you're going to have the Harlequin. It's going to be a little bit of that before I decide if I'm going to paint it. I thought, sure. you know, I'll probably do a white. I thought maybe blue with a red deck lid would be funny. <laughs> but I'm just going to probably do a white because then I don't have to do anything with the, you know, the door jams and the engine mm -hmm. compartment and stuff like that. Because that's always, for me, it's always like, mm. you know, if you buy a car like that, it's always kind of like, mm, you're going to have to repaint it sometime. Right. You know, just like your dad's, you know, 914, it's got to be back to red at some point. Yep. You got to paint it back to red. Yep. Just because <clears throat> it's it's not fully done correctly yeah it's bad for morale the, the two Correct. different paints are, are bad for morale anyway so we get in this thing turn the key glow plug light comes on turn the key again when the glow plug lights off thing runs mint awesome it runs absolutely has he perfect. maintained it or it just happens to he be is, he is not a car guy okay but he has not driven it much uh-huh i think he said he drove it a couple hundred miles a year Okay. And he's the second owner. It has 265,000 miles on it when I got it. Okay. And it runs perfect. <laughs> and I'll just say over the course of the whole trip, uh-huh, it burned no oil. That's pretty amazing. 3,000 hard. Yeah. Miles. Yeah. So this is the OM617. That's the so engine. There's two versions of that. Yep. There's turbo and non-turbo. Okay. This is non-turbo. So which I, I did not discover was a thing until after I bought it. Oh, you open the hood and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I didn't really understand. I, I just, for some reason in my head, I thought all of the wagons would be turbo because it says TD on the back. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I never, it never even crossed my mind to that, think about it. That's not what that means. It is not what it means. <laughs> so this thing has about 90 horsepower, 
and around. Do you know for a fact that's not what that means? Was this engine swapped? Perhaps no, it's not what it means. Okay, it's just okay. This, they're just TD means wagon. Sure. It's okay. 300D means 300D turbo or non-turbo, but a lot of times the turbo will say turbo diesel uh-huh. instead of just diesel. On gotcha. the badge. So yes. that's how you kind of denote turbo diesels. It is says the badge. Turbo diesel yes, on the back. Of course. Mine just says diesel in big, huge, I don't have a turbo font. <laughs> <laughs> I am slow. It should say non-turbo. Yeah, it should be like slow as hell. So I've driven a 240, which is a four-cylinder non-turbo, and it's undrivable. Yeah, yeah I so remember slow. you talking about this. So slow. A blue this thing, car. It's okay. Okay. You know, yeah, you drove I it. Yeah, I drove it. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Until you get into seven, eight, nine thousand feet of elevation, yeah, and you're in first gear, crawling at twenty five miles per hour, similar to the Pinto, it's just, better than the Pinto. I imagine you're blowing smoke too, because it's just no. pushing fuel, trying to. No, no, no? It's, it's got a bear. No. It's got something called an Alda, which I think is altitude. It's altitude adjustment. Yep. So it compensates for. Oh, it does. Yeah. Okay. Which is some of the stuff on this car. What year? 1979. Okay. Like the cl- automatic climate control, which does not work. We'll get into that. The automatic climate control, the self-adjusting rear suspension. That's wild. Hydraulic suspension. You think of like the cars now that are modern, have the little link on the sway bar. This had that. Wow. In 1979. Wow. Which is incredible. What did these cars cost back in the day? They were so expensive. I don't remember what they cost, but these were driven around by New York elite yuppies. Huh. Like they were very expensive. Interesting. At the time. And the payload. On that thing because it has a selfless. right. Is like 1,200 pounds you can throw in the back of this wagon. <laughs> and it is a massive space back there. It is enormous, this yeah. wagon. is There's so much, so much space. So we first thing we do is, well, I was on the on a plane looking at Facebook Marketplace. Okay. Trying to find a roof rack immediately. Right. So we when we get there, I drive, I pick up a roof rack and a <laughs> roof box, like the cage that you can put. Not a roof box, a roof basket. Yep. We put that on there, and immediately it is slower. Seriously, yeah, it is. You anything, can tell. You can tell right away because because you are at wide open throttle almost all the time. Uh huh. All the time. Uh huh. You're just wide open throttle, so you're you can't just add more throttle to maintain the speed that you were at. Because that's it. Because there isn't anymore. <laughs> this is as fast as it goes. So it tops out. I've topped it out at about ninety six miles per hour. Okay, which is okay. But what did it take to get there? A while. Yeah. A long time. Can you turn up the fuel? I did a little bit. Okay. So there's a couple things you can do. You can turn up the fuel hair, and you can adjust the the throttle stop on the injection pump is kind of off. They want it off a little bit because sure. if you turn it up too much, it'll just run away because it'll just start. It'll The cam, the, the cam yes. inside that operates the throttle internally in the motor will rotate over, yep. go past its point where it's supposed to be, and then it'll just, you can't get it back. You no, know, you can't. You lift off the throttle; it'll just stay at wide open throttle. Sure, gotcha. So you, but you can adjust a little bit. You know, you can add a little bit more power that way. Yep. Which did help. Man, it's slow. Okay. That's all I can think of. Is just so how slow after this thing the is. roof basket, then where did you go? Then, of course, I decided. Which we, thrift shop did you stop at first? Um, I stop at so many thrift stores and roadside things. They're everywhere in Idaho. It's so cool. But I went on Facebook Marketplace. We need cold drinks. So I went and found a vintage cooler oh, awesome. on Facebook Marketplace and okay. went and bought that. I'm sure Jason, uh, Jason Larson, good friend of mine, yep. 
best. Yeah, one of the, how did you con him into coming along on this? He is so easygoing. He's one of the best road trip partners I've ever had. Anything I did would have drove people nuts. All oh, the yeah. stops I made. Oh, oh yeah. let's try and get the air conditioning working. And I'm pumping stuff into the air conditioning and stopping and getting oil. And my glass isn't clean enough, so I'm pulling over and wiping off the glass. <laughs> he doesn't care about anything. He's just like, so go with the flow. He did get mad at me once because I, I think I was like, dude, what are you doing digging around the glove box? He's like, I don't know, but it's a lot better than you being on Instagram all the time. Oh, so it yep. was like a little bit yep. of like, okay, that I get was that. the only consternation that was it, though. That was it. He's, <laughs> he, he's so easy going. I, I, I love, I love traveling with Jason. You know, I love talking with him and, and experiencing everything we did with him. I, you know, I invited him along as my co-pilot on the rally. He's, he's really cool. I love, I love traveling with him. I will definitely travel with him more if, if he, if he allows it. I really, <laughs> if he's really, a, if he wants to, if he wants to, I really yeah. enjoy traveling. He's a great traveler. He's well-traveled. Oh, he works cool. for Delta. Okay. So he's, I mean, he's always flying around the world and doing things and exploring. So he's got the right mindset of sure. go with the flow. We're not yes. in a hurry. That's we, what I was wondering. Did he have a schedule he had to get back for? Cause no. a lot of your stuff was delayed. Like, yeah. Yeah. I got delayed a lot, <laughs> a lot. Um, he, yeah, he didn't really have to get back. So, cool. I mean, eventually he had to get back, but we had a little <laughs> bit of leeway. Yeah. Anyway, so we just kind of, I kind of laid out a route. I had a, I had a big atlas with all the routes that I wanted to drive yep. highlighted. And I don't want to get into, you know, we're kind of running low on time here. I don't want to get into all the roads that I drove because I think I want to save that for well, that's the what the rally is, and, and, discovery and experiencing of that. it. But basically, I'm curious about your process because I didn't see any of that. Did you open the atlas and basically just look at roads and go, let's check that out, let's check that out, let's check that out? So I bought a bunch of different books. Sure. I bought um, Overlanding in Idaho. Oh, interesting. I bought um, Exploring in Idaho. I bought the the Harley Driver's Guide to Idaho, yep. which, you know, I bought so many books and, and maps and I used Google and I did a ton. I mean, guys... You don't understand the work. how passionate I am about finding roads and experiences for you guys. Yeah. Like it is, like I said, I drove 2,000 miles, pretty much forest roads and tarmac in Idaho in seven days. Wow. And it was 10 to 15 hours a day. Wow. Driving a day, beating this car <laughs> within an inch of its life. Yep. And it took it. It took every bit of Which it. Which there was a, your brakes weren't ideal. I, yeah. So the, 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 like the little brake light came on, like uh -huh. it's got wear sensors. Sure. 1979, it's got wear That's sensors. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, the wear sensor's blinking. Eh, it's probably just broken. Yeah. It's just broken. Yeah. 270,000 miles. Loose. Thing's broken. Yeah. No, no. So it walked the pads all the way down. Oh, wow. And then the brake caliper seized. Oh. <gasps> So I had one. All is of a sudden, that, is that because the brake piston basically came to the end of its travel? It came to the end of its travel and yep. wouldn't recede more yep. because the caliper was kind of had scale on the sure. on the shelf that the caliper moves back and forth on. Yep. So it didn't retract. So it it uh, didn't seize seize, but it didn't retract as much as it should and yep. boiled the fluid. Sure. So I'm on this road north of <laughs> Idaho City. Uh -huh. I'm like, this is so great. This is a really nice road. And, uh -huh. and I was doing a lot of engine braking. You know, yep. I, I didn't use the brakes a lot, but I went to use the brakes. Which isn't as much of a thing on a diesel, by the way. Engine braking? Yeah. It's a, definitely a thing on diesel. Not as much. There's no throttle plate to create vacuum. With. Oh, it works great. What? Engine braking That's is awesome. That's why you need a Jake brake on a diesel. It works great on this thing. Okay, it's, on that it's thing. It's awesome. On the 944, there's like, you let off the throttle, it just keeps going. No, this was awesome. It works okay. great. Probably because when you throw it in, you're 
coming down from 4,000 RPMs on a diesel. And you're super high compression, keep in mind. I think the compression is 28 yeah, to 1. Yeah, but generally, the way uh, an engine the compression brake, is 28 to 1. Yes, that's good. But a lot. That's the compression. That is a that's, lot. Yes, it is. Slowing the, but usually you create the vacuum with a throttle being closed, and that's what slows it down. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It works great. Anyway, okay. so I, I go to get back on the brakes after engine braking for a yeah. while. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> to the floor. Do you have a parking brake or e-brake? I have an e-brake, which yep. works. Kind of. Yeah. So basically, I'm like, holy shit. So I'm pumping the brakes. Yep. Trying and to I get was able to get a little bit back yep. just by pumping the shit out of the brakes. And I get it pulled over. I'm, I'm on a decline. Yes. And it was, it was sketchy. Yeah. To say the least. It was 100% almost a runaway car. <laughs> it was super sketchy. And this was my fault. Yeah. It was my fault. I didn't look I've at I've always the, wondered, worst case, because it's an auto... Can you throw the car into park? Would it do that? Mm. I don't know. Try it on like one of your Like, if you cars. don't care about the transmission and it's saving your life, can you throw an it's automatic I would into try. park? Yeah. yeah it was something I would try, probably, if it was last resort. Right. Yeah. You know, you'd give it a try. I just probably don't know shear if, all the gears off. If it would actually work. Yeah. Anyways. It, it would either seize up all the wheels or it would blow the transmission up. Right. One of the two. Which... You know, you start looking around like, where can I drive off the road? Yep. What is the safest exit off the road? Yeah. Which tree is the smallest? Because <laughs> these are, it's all these ponderosa pines, yep. which are about four feet across, three to four feet across. They tower into the sky. <laughs> you don't want to hit one of those. No, no, you That's don't. That's not moving. Or you want to like turn the car so it like grazes. Grazes it. Yeah. Maybe you can graze that tree and then graze it. But a lot of it is just like cliffs. Yes. Don't go that way. Let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor, Petrolbox. Petrolbox is a monthly service made specifically for the automotive enthusiast. Each month, they carefully select items including tools, detailing supplies, apparel, garage gear, stickers, and publications to be sent right to your doorstep. It's a curated selection of the latest and greatest gear in the industry. And there's actually two different levels of subscription to choose from. You have the Petrobox Basic, which costs less than 20 bucks a month, and the Petrobox Premium, which gets you even more gear for $39.95 a month. Be sure to check them out at mypetrolbox.com and use the code OVERCREST at checkout to get Six dollars off your first month. I cannot impress upon you enough how dangerous that was. Yeah, Jesse, it was that dangerous. <laughs> it was super sketchy. It could have been. It could have been bad. Anyway, so we get it pulled off the road, and I, you know, I jack the car up. It's of course immediately starts to rain. Immediately, I'm sure. So I grab my rain well, jacket it, it worked out of the, to cool down the caliper. Well, sitting there worked to cool down the caliper a little bit. Yeah. Um. So we ended up just. I ended up banging on the caliper with a hammer. Okay. It was all I could do. Yeah. So then I took it really, really easy. Did that help? Yes, it must okay. have because it was, you know, sitting there for a while. It cooled down. Yep. Dumped water on the caliper. Okay. Yep. Everything I could to get do to get it to cool off. I thought I had broken a brake line. It was that Yeah, bad. just nothing. So anyway, we had to find a caliper. Right. Or something. Yeah. We had no brake pads. Got to fix it. Got to fix it. We're... You have to fix it. This is our yes. car. I have to finish scouting the rally. <laughs> I don't have a choice. So we, we're on our way already are already on our way down to Boise. Okay. You know, because I was driving this road, which goes almost all the way to Boise. So I said, all right, all right, we're going to go to Boise. We're going to check out the junkyard, see what we can find. So I'm on my phone looking at U-Pulls. Why junkyard instead of calling in O'Reilly's? I tried. They don't have. Okay. I didn't know if that was part of your. No. Yeah. Okay. AutoZone ended up having the pads. 
okay. which I was kind of saved by, you know, some, one of the, my followers was like, Hey, I know a guy. And he, I guess he just started looking around for pads and he oh, found, that's awesome. found pads, which are super Super great China pads. I mean, they're just junk. Well, they're new pads. They're new pads. Yeah. It was so they're still in the car. They still work. There you go. They're super dirty. They're just the worst pads. Oh. They're yeah. super the worst pads of all time. So I gotta fight a caliper. Because yeah. this thing has basically walked the piston out. Yeah. And it's rusty. I could probably have taken it apart and rebuilt it. Yeah, you but know, I wanted to find a, a new one. So I'm looking at all these Upol, uh, they call it um uh junkyard jalopy or jalopy jalopy jungle. That's what it was. This place was Jalopy Jungle That's awesome. in Boise. That was what the Upalots are called. So I pull up at Jalopy Jungle, and I we walk in, start looking at the junkyard. Jake, none of those cars belong in the junkyard. Really? There was so much. There was a Mark II Jetta uh-huh. turbo diesel with complete drivetrain, transmission, everything. No rust. It was bad taste. Like wow. He had like pinstripes on it. it was like still. It was, it was, there was. Uh, a trooper like mine, yeah, red, yeah. rust free. Wow, rust free. There, that's. I grabbed the red door. I grabbed a red rear door off of the off that red trooper. <laughs> that on I like that. Yeah, so it's gonna have a little, little red side door. Yep. There were so many cars there that had no rust. The interiors really? were okay. I don't know why they were there. Hmm. I don't understand. Interesting. Just didn't make any sense to me being here where everything just turns to dust and rusts away. Right. You throw it away. Right. So many cars that were clean. So. The, the we found a W114, yep, which has a lot of similar components as a W123. The calipers are the same. I know this. Okay, there's a W114. I will say it is it is good to be familiar with a platform and all the cross components of parts when you're going on an adventure like yes. this, right? That is one of the reasons. I mean, Brandon, I told him what I was getting. He's like, that thing's too easy. It's never gonna break down. Yeah. And I said, dude, I actually have to do, do this. Right. I have to complete this task. That and you know that car inside. I out. know these engines. Yep. Like I've told you guys a million times, I'm so proud of this. I lost my virginity. <laughs> my, I lost my blowjob virginity in one of these. Okay. I know these things. I've had a lot of good experiences in them. Oh, poor I've Jason. Done, I've done. <laughs> poor Jason. <laughs> it wasn't from him. No, I know. I'm just picturing the conversations and oh, yeah, they you were reminiscing. And yeah, there was some inter- super interesting. Poor Jason. Like, how much money would it take? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We. I, and so how much money would it take for you to do X? Oh, yeah. Or the would you rather animal? Yeah. The would you rather? Oh, I mean, yeah. It's a lot of it. Ten to fifteen hours in a car. We'll do weird things for well, conversation. For so basically, I was in the car for around a hundred hours with Jason in the course of a week. Again, the conversations. Poor Jason. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't poor me. Anyway, what was I? Oh, yeah, caliper. Yeah. So I know that it's got the right caliper. So okay. I go, I go there. I see that it's in row one zero three. Okay. So this place is enormous. Big oh, yard. Big yeah. yard. 100, 103 rows of cars. It's the last one. Last oh, row. Oh, really? I get out there. I see this huge wall of cars stacked up because they're, oh, they're no. saving all the cars for scrap value. Yeah. So everything they scrap, they just pile. These cars are piled six, seven cars high. Wow. All right. So I get all the way to <laughs> row 102. And you see the car I, stacked three down. No. So I get to 102 and I go, where's row 103? Yeah. Where is it? There isn't one. Oh, there's no road. Hey, can you text Jeff and tell him that we're not going to be able to meet, that we're going to need another 15 minutes? Sure. Just send him a text message. Um, so we have, I'm at row 102. You can say oh, row 103. That's it. There is no row 103. So I find a guy that's driving around in like a Tacoma with no struts, just dragging on the ground at the <laughs> junkyard. You know, the junkyard guy with the junkyard truck that just drives around and does stuff. Yeah. Where's row 103? We crushed it last week. 
oh no. I'm like, oh my God. And I see really? this wall of cars and I'm thinking, okay, can I still get a caliper off a car that's buried in here? So I start, I go around to the backside of this and I start climbing. What, I need a caliper. Right. So I'm climbing on this Tetris thing of cars. Oh and I get God. to the top and I can see the whole junkyard. It was so cool. I was on top of these. Do you take photos? I did. I took one selfie up there. And I'm trying, Jason's like jumping around. I'm like, whoa, what are you jumping around? <laughs> the, the cars are like kind of like moving. You know, if you ever take like Hot Wheels and stack them on yeah. top of each oh, other. Yeah. Not super stable. No, no. This isn't like you're stop, stacking two by fours. It, it was super unstable. So I, I don't see it. I see other things. I'm like, wow, there's a, it looks like a brand new 300E crushed. Just, yeah. What wow. is happening? I don't understand. It's probably because scrap values are going up, so the cars are just getting scrapped. That, it sounds like there's just, I mean, it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the explanation is. I don't is. know. It, it doesn't make any sense to me why there's so many nice cars that were there that were scrapped from, like, the 90s. Hmm. You know, there's just so many. And there was some, there was a Mark One Jetta. Really? No rust. Wow. A Rabbit, no rust. How does this stuff get here? At least try to sell it first. I don't know what people are doing. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't see, I don't see it. Okay. It's gone. That's it. So I start. I walk all the way out to the the front of the aisle. Yep. And I just think to myself, we didn't go in this corner. <laughs> so we get turn the little wheelbarrow around with the tool bag, start walking. <laughs> all of a sudden, I see this whole row of old shit. Yeah. Corvairs, Cadillacs. You're like, okay. Uh, like this a is Lancia. what they saved. This the stuff this that they've saved. The super old stuff. Yep. There's like four or five diesel Mercedes. Oh, awesome. A couple W114s. And I'm like, okay, great. So I get my little, like, for, for some reason I said, you know what? I'm going to make a tool bag just for road trips. Yeah. But I'm going to buy all the tools from Harbor Freight. <laughs> what a fucking horrible idea. Uh-huh. What a horrible okay. idea. First of all, the screwdrivers I bought are black. Black-handled screwdrivers. Can never find them. No. They're nope. in this black tool bag. Especially if you're in the mud or something. Could, I mean, we were looking for that Phillips and, and flat <laughs> screwdriver. Where's the screwdriver? I don't know. It's somewhere. Just fucking find the thing. So, I mean, it's it's awful. Now That's I realize, why anyone on, like, construction sites, they just spray paint everything orange. I know. Exactly. Right? I put, so I put blue painter's tape around handles of things. Yeah. So my 10 and 13 millimeter wrenches have blue painter's tape on them. Sure. So I can just look in the toolbox and, you know that's and that grab one. it. Yep. So, yeah, black is so dumb. And, of course, all of the sockets I bought, I never took them out of the holder. Oh, no. So, they're like, someone put them in there with, like, a nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah. Just couldn't, I couldn't get them off the you thing. You need, so like, like, a pliers and a vice to get oh, it off. It frustrating. But I got them off. I basically beat them to death with a hammer. Nice. With all the plastic to get yep. them off. And then, because I had such a short wrench, I couldn't uh-huh. get the calipers off. Yeah. No matter what I did, I could not get so them off. So, you have to find a pipe or something? We're, like, looking around. And so, like, looking at cars, and we found a tire iron yep. that had, like, a 19-millimeter thing on it. Perfect. Out of a Volvo. Yeah. So we dragged that thing over there. Still couldn't get it off. Oh. Larson's looking around, grabs this big rock, and just starts, like, beating <laughs> on this this tire iron thing that we found. <laughs> That's it, the poor man's impact. It worked. Great. We got the calipers off. And I couldn't find a fuel filter, so I ripped the fuel filter off of, like, a some other car. Just Did you to, need a fuel filter? No, but I wanted but you, to have yeah, one. Yeah, You know, because I didn't know, like, how long this fuel filter had been on there. So we <laughs> got out to the parking lot. Lo and behold, there's a number, another W123. And it says taxi. He's got, like, a little taxi what? thing on the roof. And I don't remember what it said on the side. It was, like, Bob's Taxi Service or something like it that. It was actually a taxi? Maybe at one point. Oh, okay. I mean, Not an active this taxi. This thing was 
beat. Oh, this thing okay. was beat. I looked in and the odometer was like 475,000 miles. <laughs> this thing was wasted. <laughs> yeah. As was the front headlights. The front headlights were destroyed. The bezels were smashed. The headlights yeah. were kind of, have you ever seen short circuit? Yes. Where his eye falls out? Yes. Because he yes. gets like, that was this. that's what this thing looked what like. What was it, Johnny Five? Johnny Five. He's like, his. he gets all beat up and his Ooh, eye is falling new. out. Yep. Yeah. It's, it was, <laughs> it's just not alive. I couldn't believe this thing was still running. The interior was trashed. I mean, the springs sticking through the seats. And Are you thinking like he should have traded this for one in the junkyard? I don't know. Hey, if it works, it works. If, yeah. that's, if it's still running, it's still running. So anyway, I go, I have the headlights on my car, uh-huh. which are perfect. Right. And I have European headlights that I bought from the guy that I got it from oh. in the back seat. Uh-huh. So I, so I wait. Yep. And I'm holding the headlights in my hand, and I just wait. Because you and swapped them right there. Then. I swapped them right there. So I took the my headlights out. I put the European headlights in as fast as I could. <laughs> as fast as I could possibly do it. Like, Again, what? though, you've done this numerous times. I have. Yeah. So it took me 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, did as fast as I could. And I didn't remember which wires were which. So we're like, okay, turn the lights on. And I'm like moving yep. the little wires around trying Low to figure beam, out which. high beam. Yeah, this is it. Oh, perfect. We got it. Stop then. So and then I've got the headlights there, and the guy comes out. I go, hey, man, nice car. He's like, oh, you too. And he's like this super hippie dude from, yeah, but, from Washington. Yeah. And drove all the way out there probably to look at the same car as I did. Wow. You know, he's looking at the same thing. So he walks up, and I shake his hand. I don't remember what his name was. Not important. I probably didn't even tell him mine. You know what's interesting is all these people I meet, I never tell them who I am, what my name is. I'm just, it's just kind of like this. this well, it's you know, not about you. Well, it's not about me, but it's, it's less about what, who it's about and more about it doesn't, it's not about him either. Yeah. Because we're never going to see each other again. Right. So it doesn't really matter who our names are or what our names are. It's just this experience that we're just we're just sharing for a second. Yeah. We're just like scuffing together for a moment. Yep. You know? So I, I, I go, hey, man, I see you need some new headlights. He's like, yeah, man, I do. And this, <laughs> I mean, this dude is super heavy. And I'm like, you can have these. Yeah. Here you go. He's yeah. like, no, really, man? I'm like, yeah, dude, <laughs> they're yours. He's like, you don't need anything for them? I said, no. Pay it forward. Yeah, I don't need them. That's cool. They're just going to take up space in my car. I've yeah. got. I'm going to put a lot more shit in here. Take them. They're yours. Yeah. He's like, oh man, you're so cool. Blah blah blah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, if you ever need anything, let me know. And he drove away. I'm like, okay, <laughs> no problem. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, taxi service guy. Is, is there, do I just look that up on Facebook? How do I find this guy? Anyway, that's awesome. So I always I've done stuff like that many times where yeah. I just helping random people out or whatever. I think it's really important to, you know, those headlights aren't worth that much they're worth maybe $250 or $200 yeah, whatever yeah. it is but for me the that guy having that experience me having the experience that I have him having headlights that aren't going to kill him because <laughs> he can actually see when he's driving around the house. Yeah. all these things you know it's it helps it was so good it was it was good for morale yeah as, as I would say so how do these roads that you explored out there compare to what we did last year in Utah different okay in such a way Utah is sprawling. Yes, it is. It's expansive. Say. It's expansive. A lot of this stuff is follows rivers through valleys of mountains. Sure. So it's it's much tighter. It's much more twisty. But it's these huge, flowing, sweeping roads next to the river, followed by like... Technical switchback. Yeah, it, yep. it's, that sound is what you will feel like driving. <laughs> wow. It's, it's great. I really... I tried to talk nicely to the car. In my head, I'm like, I wish I had a different car. Yeah. Because some of these roads were so good. Yeah, I needed you more to, power to yeah. enjoy them. Downhill was fine once the brakes were fixed. That's when I could actually really <laughs> Once enjoy you them. could trust the brakes. You know, th this thing was working so hard. Yeah. I got to the top of one of the mountains, 
and it was so hot that I just popped the hood, yeah. grabbed a shovel. There's still snowpack up there. I had a little military shovel that yeah, I bought yep. at a gas station. I'm like, I might need this, and just threw it in the in the trunk. Yep. I filled the entire engine compartment with snow, packed it tight. Yep. And, and then that shut worked. the hood. It, it shut the hood. That worked for like two hours. Really? Yeah, it, it kept was awesome. it cool. Yeah, it was no problem at all. And then before I did that, I was getting mountain water. Yeah. Was, everybody said I was going to die of dysentery. Yeah, or giardia. This is, is snowpack runoff that's in a waterfall moving very fast. Yeah. You're not going to get sick from this water. Yeah, at least so, it was running water. It was running water that had melted recently. This is rushing mountain water. Nothing has been around this long enough. This is what enough. they bottle all of your bottled water that you well, pay a dollar. Well, they purify that. I think they did. <laughs> but this was the purest. It, the, the water was interesting because it had a texture to it. Uh-huh. It had like a, it would leave like almost, it was so good. It tasted so good. <laughs> and it was so You're cold. You're saying it had a taste to it that was it, good. The taste was good, but also had like a very, very... Now, mind you, I mean very, very thin film that it left in your mouth. That doesn't seem good. It was fine. It was very thin. <laughs> it, was, it, it, was, it was fine. I, it wasn't like drinking motor oil, but it, was just, it just had this. Which, which you've done? You can compare to that? I've had motor oil in my mouth. Yeah. Tell me you haven't. Yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah. So, but it, it was, I think it was just, it was very high mineral content okay. is what it was. I think uh-huh. it was very, very high mineral content. It was the coldest water I've ever yeah, at some point we gotta hang up, hang up the phone here. But well, we're not on a phone. Well, you know what I mean. It's a, it's, it's. I'm just it's a figure of speech. Hang up the phone. Yeah, that doesn't in the apply. Episode. Doesn't apply. But anyways, so yes, I was asking about the roads. You talked about the rivers. It's it's extremely picturesque. It's, it, 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 it sounds it's awesome. The, the water is the coldest water I've ever. Yeah, it's. I've been. Like, I've done polar polar express, not polar express. Polar, polar plunge. Jump, polar plunge. Yes. it's that cold. Yeah. And I, there was this stream that was probably about two feet deep. Okay. That. Oh yeah, you wanted to ford I in wanted the car. To, I wanted to fjord the river. Yes. You know, and I'm like, I, I think I can make a run at this. Yeah. And get across. Yeah. yeah. What was on the other side? Was it even the a road? road that I wanted to go oh, to? Okay. Yeah. So I always see four, like 400 times more snowpack than it normally does. Wow. It's not supposed to generally be this wet. Sure. There were signs on churches that said. Whoever's praying for for rain, please stop. <laughs> there was so much rain and so wow. much washout. Yeah, and so, so some of the roads were were quite bad. Um, I need to call the forestry service and figure out which ones they're going to fix and which ones they're not going to fix. Interesting. And see what their budgets are. I got to figure that out to help me with my routing. I generally know what I'm doing, but there's a couple things that I'd like people to do. Yeah. That right now they can't. Right. Like, yeah, and I imagine they have to. Yeah, and that just goes to show we put a lot of work, and by we, I mean you, for the route planning. Yeah, calling a forestry service, stopping by restaurants, yeah, going to hotels. Yeah, this isn't just talk. looking this, at this, a map and going, hey, let's go here. I think that's what a lot, Then I'm bragging here for sure. This is what <laughs> a lot of rally people do, is they look at a map, and they just connect the dots, and they go, that'll be fun. Yeah. And they do it in an area that's safe. Right. You know, there's no tar. This, this is fine. These are main roads. It'll be fine. I, I mean, I got to see it. Yeah, I got to see it because I want the inspiration value that I get from driving around what it does for me psychologically, mentally, for my mental health and for my and, and just for my well-being and the, and the well, it the is defragmentation exploration for me. It is it, there's a certain part of of did my computer just turn off. No, we're good. Uh, it is a certain part of me that gets a lot of solace for being in these places. Right. And I want to make sure that if. I want them to live up to my standard of that. Sure. They have to live up to my standard of that to make it on the rally. Because I want everyone else, even though I mean, most people aren't me, but I want the, the potential for to them have to that feel like experience. I do. 
sure. when they're out there. Yeah. Exploring the things, the meeting people, the hot springs, the dangling your There's feet. There's so many hot springs along the route. The dangling your feet in your water, the, the I think I'm going to cross this river, and you run across, and you <laughs> run back so fast, and you put your feet up on the heater. Because, because you're, you're just numb. Pain. Pain. <laughs> it, it was so cold, it felt like I was being burnt. Yeah. Yep. That's how, that's how. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> it was so cold. That was probably, for like, once again. <laughs> probably not good. Yeah, so it's like calling the forest service and getting stuck in the snow up there. Drive, I'm just like, I got momentum. I'm going to try and drive through this. And then you and use then I'm a log as a lever. Giant Jason. log to get out of it. There's almost, and that's why Jason bought a bike. We put it on the car. Okay. In case anything happened, we could bike back to civilization. Oh, that was your, that was your emergency transport. That was the emergency transport. Yeah. That's smart. It was smart of Jason. I didn't think of it. That yeah, was all. No, that, that is, was all him. That is smart. Plus, of I think his. he just wanted the bike. Yeah, I mean, really it's kind of cool to put on the roof rack. More floss. You know, I've always wanted to put like <laughs> rifles, bikes, and gas cans and coolers on top of the. I don't know. That's. I could go on and on. I think that's. I'm very that's excited enough. to see it myself and for everyone else to experience it. Plus, I went to a strip club out there. Okay, which was interesting. I imagine in the middle of nowhere. Uh huh. There was a brand new McLaren in the parking lot. Really? Yeah. Was a it the new- owner? Uh, or are the strippers doing that well there? <laughs> there was a table that had two strippers sitting at it with a guy. Uh-huh. And the guy looked like it was definitely his McLaren. Uh-huh. And it had new plates on it, too. So I uh-huh. bet that guy got, he bought that thing. He goes, I know where I'm going first. Yeah, and but he, that's a terrible idea because it's not like the strippers inside are going to see your car and they associate you with it. to smoke. Yeah, I suppose. Which they all do. I'd be like, hey, out. after you smoke, yeah, you come back. a strip club? They're all wearing like a sweater. They're standing outside in lucite heels oh, that are yeah. like eight inches high. Oh, and they yeah. got a little sweater on and they're smoking and outside. And then the really creepy guys try to go talk to them while they're smoking oh, yeah. off the clock. I'm not a big fan of, of strip clubs. I think it's a, it's a fun experience. But you could tell there were some of the guys there that knew all their names. Oh, and yeah. Like, the regulars. Oof. Oh, oof. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not something you, you ever want. <laughs> the roads are great. That's all yeah. I can say. The roads are great. The experience will be great. There's one road in particular yes. that I would put the, the level of difficulty in a car as extreme. Really? As extreme. Extreme. Just, just because just there's the rocks tec- sticking. Oh. Just rocks sticking out of the road. Okay. So it's so not even to, the technicality of like no. the road. It's the fact that it's... It's difficult. Yeah. There okay. is a spot uh-huh. on this road uh-huh. that was one of the favorite places... I've ever been in my life, what I saw there. And I don't know if it was because it was the time of day or it was because I was a weary traveler at that point. Well, and some of it too is probably the difficulty getting to that place. It was was hell. You know, I think they've got a, it's it's a red road on the map, so it's considered a main a main thoroughfare to this oh, really? to this town. Okay. So I think they're probably gonna fix it and I hope they do. I gotta like I said, I gotta call. But this place, uh huh, when you're on the rally. It's going to have GPS locations on your map. Okay. And I think you should go there. That's all I'm going to say. Awesome. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. I like it. I, leave I, it there. If you think you can make it. If you're super low, you just don't. But <laughs> obviously a gravel road. Yeah. Unimproved so, road. One thing people don't seem to understand is that if you want to do tarmac only, you can. Right. You that's the way you build the routes. You don't have to drive in the gravel. No. Everybody thinks you have to drive in the gravel because everybody's that's what everyone shows. That's what they show because it's such an incredible experience to let go and drive on these gravel roads and have a good time in these really, really isolated places. Right. You know, to, 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 to sacrifice and go to these places, it's hard on your car. It's hard on you. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. The roads are extremely dangerous. Guys, all of these roads are extremely, 
extremely dangerous. Yes. That's why we consider this more of an adventure rally. Yeah, it's not a, your high-speed run. Where this, isn't, this isn't cannonball-type stuff. Okay? Yeah. This is... Plus, everybody's cars that we bring on this rally are pretty slow anyway. <laughs> yes, we. Yeah, you're right. It's more the experience it than is, the speed. It, 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 it is super dangerous, but that's part of the the allure. You it's know, the it's, adventure. It, it's the adventure and seeing these remote places, and it and it's worth it. Anyway, I'll get off my high horse and hang up the phone. Have you got uh-huh. anything else? What, are we, what are we doing next week? So next week you are out of town. I am. I uh, went on another one of our friends' rallies down in West Virginia, yep. and there's a really cool area down there that's very unique for a certain reason uh-huh. that I dug into, and I'm going to do a full history story on why this area is unique and the story behind it, and I might bring my road trip buddy, Andy, okay. on to discuss it with me. Right on. Well, I look we, forward to- we also had a lot of, uh, it was 17 hours in the car yep. one way. Where there was there was a lot of weird conversations, a lot of would you rather. Yeah, multiply that times seven now. Yeah, that's <laughs> again poor Jason. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it to that, guys. We will see you next week. Take care.